Welcome back to another episode of Kindred Conversations. I'm Brittany Fry. And I'm Paris Tews. Good morning. And, yeah, this is an early, an early morning recording. <laughs> I was just laughing, saying you'll know our morning voices now. We usually record late at night, but the late nights are just, they add up so quickly. And anyway, between me still waking up with a newborn at night, Paris being super pregnant, we just needed to mix up our schedule a little bit, decided to do an early morning today. Yes, and I feel like now we know each other on a whole new intimate level. (laughs) This is the first time I've podcasted from my bathroom, so that's fun. Um, today's episode is going to be, oh, I posted the other day in stories just about like feeling like you're in a slump and what do you do to get out of it? Anyway, um, we just kind of wanted to take that direction with today's episode, which is just about managing overwhelm and burnout and, um, yeah, how to keep yourself motivated when you're not feeling motivated. So anyway, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, Do you want to start with your moment of gratitude, Paris? Yes. Okay. So Pierce has been waiting all week to go on this shoot. He was going just a couple of hours away, so it wasn't super far, but he was going to have to leave overnight for it. I was at the park with Britt, and Pierce called me, and he had to go pretty immediately. He's like, I have to leave. I have to leave in a couple of hours for this shoot, and I want to bring Miles. And he's never brought Miles on a shoot before. It's just never been like the right opportunity. So I, anyways, like quickly, I went home, I packed Miles an overnight bag and yeah, they went, they went on this little boy date. They got this special time. Miles was so cute. He was so fun and so excited. He did want to bring Lola, which I thought was the sweetest thing ever. (laughs) He wanted to bring Lola on his special time with his dad. Um, But Anyways, I'm just feeling so grateful that they got that time together. I have been feeling really, honestly, Lola and this baby are going to be about 20 months apart. And that has felt like a very stark contrast to my age gap, my first age gap, which is three years. And I've found myself a lot more emotional about leaving Lola's baby years behind not that we're leaving them behind but there is a part of me that feels guilty like her baby years are getting are getting gypped a little bit because she's getting a baby sister so young and that's been really emotional for me and hard for me and something that I didn't go through nearly as much with Miles just the timing was so different and this baby came a little bit sooner than we had anticipated and Lola came a little bit later than we had anticipated. And so having to process all of these emotions of feeling like, like just to give you an example, the other day I was just trying to tidy up our house and Lola came up to me and she was holding the carrier that I carried her in every single day when she was a baby. And would have more into her toddler years but as my bump has gotten bigger 
it doesn't, it's not comfortable to wear her anymore. And anyway, she brought it to me and just like begged me to put it on her or to put it on. So I put on my carrier, I put her on and she's my 20 month old who doesn't feel like a baby anymore, but I could tell she just wanted to be babied. You know, she just wanted to snuggle with me. Anyways, all that to say, I've been having a hard time feeling, I've been having a hard time with all, all of these feelings and having Pierce leave and give me just 24 hours. They're only gone for 24 hours, thank goodness, because I miss Miles. But having them be gone and have this special time with me and Lola, you know, I never get that. Even Miles goes to preschool, but he goes during Lola's nap time. So getting to have this time where it's just me and her feels so special and so timely. And I'm really, I'm really grateful for the timing of it all because I needed it. Oh, totally. I feel like you did too, and I'm happy for you. I don't know why, but that second kid, <laughs> they, like, you don't find that, unless you're, like, very intentional about it, like, you don't find that one-on-one time very often. So I'm glad you're getting it. It is funny because it's made me think I'm a second child, and it's, like, made me really think about that. Wells is my second, and I'm way more likely to have one-on-one time with Brooks or with Eloise, not because I'd prefer it, but just because of the nature of the way, you know, our house runs. Anyway, and yeah, you saying that about Lola, I'm like, it's funny to look on. I'm like, did my parents feel this way? Feel this way about me? But I'm like, the second child, it's just, and probably, probably honestly, just the middle children once you have four kids, but I've got three. So it's just, um, it's hard to get that one-on-one time if you don't like build it into your schedule. And especially with the way you're feeling with another baby coming, I'm just really excited for you that you guys have this time together. Me too. And, you know, we always talk about the sacrifices that siblings make to get to have siblings. And I keep reminding myself that like she's getting a sister out of this and lucky her. So, Oh, so yeah, I'm anxious to hear kind of almost even like a few months from now, how you're feeling about about that specific transition, you know, with Lola yeah. and how it's been. Um, okay, my moment of gratitude. I will share we were supposed to record last night, which was just not working out, which is why we're recording this morning. Um, just because I had a couple of girls' nights this week. And um, I don't know, they're just, it was kind of like the perfect storm. Just like I could tell Johnny was just exhausted. And anyway, like came home from work just feeling a little bit discouraged and defeated and um my house was a disaster and my kids were crazy and anyway I was just there were just a number of things that felt like it wasn't gonna work for us to record last night and so um anyway I like we got in the car to go get dinner and I started making a list of which is actually what I want to talk about today but I started making a list of um, just like to be a little bit more strict about our calendaring because basically the reason we ended up not recording was that we, I went to like talk about our plans for the night with Johnny, which we didn't have. And I'm kind of like, what do you want to do? And he's kind of like, what do you want to do? And we're like trying to figure out all the, all the, like we wanted to go on a walk. We wanted to get dinner. We wanted to go look at the leaves. Like there were a number of things we wanted to do and 
it just like wasn't and like our house was messy and needed to be picked up and we needed to do bedtime and I need to go record like I was just like this is not gonna fit into the next four hours <laughs> anyway so I started having this feeling like okay we probably should get back on like a tighter schedule where we like have at least expectations um because almost it's almost like having no expectations at times makes things more difficult so anyway I like got on my phone and started writing down like um, the things I expect to happen monthly, the things I had expect to happen weekly and daily. I was like, can I like schedule these all in and get like be way more detailed in my um, planner? And anyway, and Johnny started to laugh. He's like, <laughs> we were both feeling stressed. He was like, no part of me wants to schedule right now <laughs> he was like when you start to feel stressed you make more goals and when I start to feel stressed he's like I pare down and do like the like put in minimal effort <laughs> and he was like I know you're over there trying to make yourself feel better but like I don't want any part of that <laughs> and I Anyway, I actually did start to calendar it all in, and by the time, like, we had dinner and went on our walk, and I had, like, calendared a lot of stuff for myself, um, I was feeling way better, and also was like, you know what, there's probably truth in both, and it just made me realize, like, if I could be a little bit tighter about my schedule and, like, getting a few things done at specific times in the day, then... I had been thinking like my evenings generally are really like busy. Like I thought, I don't know the last time I just sat down and watched a show for the fun of it. Like I was like, if I ever turn something on TV, I'm like also getting something done while I'm doing it, you yeah. know? And I just was like, what the heck? Like I should be able to sit down from nine to 10 PM because I want to, like, I just was like, it's un like, I have been feeling major burnout, major burnout at least once a month, um, for the past few months, honestly, anyway. And I thought like, that's probably a big part of it is like, I'm not getting any, like, even once my kids go down, like it's just on to a different type of work that I can't really get done while they're awake. Anyway, so last night I like had made my little schedule and was really, really productive. Like got a bunch of things done. And then I sat down. I probably did have other things to do, <laughs> but I sat down and just like curled up with my blankie in our basement, which is just like got this big cozy couch. And I turned on the summer, I turned pretty and I watched an episode all by myself, nothing going on. And it just like, honestly, it felt like I'm just laughing as I say this. It felt like such self-care. Like I, by the time I went to bed, I could have like taken a bath and lathered myself in skincare products. Like that was how effective it was. Like watching this show with like just in the quiet and by myself It and all my kids were in bed and my house was clean. It just felt so good. Anyway, so I was grateful to have that night and also I'm just like grateful that we're talking about this episode today and that I've just been, I don't know, like this um, figuring out like a schedule that works has really been on my mind and I feel like I've been putting a lot of work into it in the last little while so that I don't burn out. So anyway, grateful for that. Okay, good for you. It's funny how watching a show is one of those things that on the surface, it's it's not necessarily self-care. You know, I feel like it's something that a lot of people use to numb out, which 
I actually have, we'll talk about this later, but sometimes I feel it is, sometimes is appropriate, but you know, as a mom, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I cannot remember the last time I watched something just because I wanted to, you know, I was so excited. Great British baking show just came back and I folded laundry while I watched it, which mm-hmm. isn't the worst thing in the world. I'm glad I had something fun to watch while I did laundry, but it's funny how that's just something that doesn't exist in my life anymore. And so that does feel so luxurious and fun. You know, it was an intentional decision you made. It wasn't just something that was a a habit that you were enjoying. It was something that got to actually fill your cup. And I love that. Yeah. It felt, it felt special for sure. (laughs) Um, Okay. Do you want to share some of your thoughts on overwhelm and burnout and how, how you, I don't know, I guess, first of all, how you prevent it from coming. And then second, like when you are feeling that, how you handle it. Yes. Also, I wanted to talk about, we have done, we've talked about this topic on our podcast before, you know, we've been doing this for three years and we're definitely going to have some themes and things that come up again, but I, I don't know how long it's been. It's been a while since we did that last one. And I, I was just thinking about how different my life feels with two, almost three kids than one kid. And just the rhythm and pace of our life feels wildly different because I was, I was all in being a mom of one and now I'm a mom of two and you're a mom of three. And it's shocking how overwhelming it can be sometimes. Also, it's been a really interesting, really interesting decision on my part. I haven't worked a lot since Lola's been born. And all of a sudden, at eight months pregnant, I was like, let's revive this photography career. So I've actually been working kind of a lot too. So it's just felt massively overwhelming in, in a lot of good ways and in a lot of ways that are hard. But this was a good reminder for me because really for me, burnout, it is, there are two parts to it. And one is preventing that. And the other is managing it because, you know, life is crazy. No matter what I do, it's going to come and I'm going to feel it. But there are a lot of steps that I can take to, to alleviate how heavily it comes on. Um, and so for me, the biggest way I prevent it is just taking care of myself. And sometimes it feels ridiculous because I am taking care of so many other people, so many other people, three, three and a half, three and like 90%. (laughs) I'm taking care of other people and it can feel ridiculous to prioritize you know, my, my workout or not even my workout because I deserve more than workout. It can feel, it can feel silly to feel like, oh, I am watching a show tonight with my blanket by myself in peace. And that is how that is happening. And that might not feel important, but if I don't prioritize those things, then I can't be a full person to, to give and to enjoy my life. And I deserve that. So 
for me, the biggest things in taking care of myself are eating good meals. It is ridiculously crazy how hard it is to feed myself, which sounds so dumb, but it's true. I remember feeling that right when I had miles and it's still so true now five years later and I I have to make sure that I'm feeding myself full balanced meals that's actually been something that's been hard about having gestational diabetes is I I have to eat every two hours from when I wake up and so I just told Pierce the other day I cannot wait to not be hungry and not eat I can't wait for that because in theory, my diabetes is going to go away when I have this baby. And there are definitely things that I'm really looking forward to eating. But wow, I cannot wait to just not eat all the time because it's so much fun. <laughs> but with that said, you know, it's it's easy to get to 4 p.m. and be like, um, I've had a protein bar today. You got to eat. You got to eat. I've got to eat. I like having a semblance of a morning routine. And to be honest, that has just been really, really flexible for the past couple of years. Honestly, since I've had two kids, it's just been something that I've had to have very little expectations about. But every morning that I can wake up before my kids and have a moment to myself truly fills my cup. Uh, Exercising non-negotiable has to happen. It doesn't have to happen for me every day, but it has to be a regular part of my life for me to function well. Anyways, I'm sure there are more things, but tell me about your main points. Yeah. So, you know, it's been interesting because I, um, don't feel like I've like regularly experienced burnout in the past. Although of course, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm like the only time I feel like I really experienced a burnout, like before I even had kids, Um, which has been interesting because it's been like these feelings I've had for the last few months have been like very reminiscent of that time was um, finals every year in school. Every year after I took finals, I would get sick and like sometimes on finals day, um, usually literally the day after it was like I had honestly pushed myself to the point where like my body forced myself to catch up and like you know like have downtime after I had taken all my tests so anyway it's really interesting because that I have like had that feeling over again and it's actually like reminded me of that time in college and honestly even like the end of high school um but anyway, but so the work that you're doing is so wildly different. So wildly different. That's why I like it kind of surprised me. Anyway, but it's been interesting because I genuinely like don't feel like I've had major burnout. Of course, every mom like can can get to the point of just, you know, feeling like the work never stops, which I've for sure gotten there before, but I truly do feel like I've gotten to a place of like um I don't know, maybe this is like a little bit of a confession, but uh, just like the last few months, it's not that I don't enjoy what I'm doing. And I keep trying to explain that to Johnny. I'm like, it is not that I'm like disappointed with any part of my job. Like I love being home with my kids and, and I love them to death, obviously. And I love the work I'm doing, but it, it's like a physical reaction to the fact that I feel like I keep trying to push through, um, 
some obvious like physical limitations and time limitations where every single day after day after day, I am feeling like I wish there were 30 hours in the day. And I wish I, you know, like I, my list of things I want to do and need to get done as well feels like it's 15 items long when in reality I can only do nine of them, you know, and every day feeling like you have an extra six six things hanging over your head that I'm trying to squeeze in once the kids go to bed. Or um, I don't know, even when I do sit down, sometimes I like force myself to slow down. It's like my brain is constantly um, (laughs) reminding me of like all the things on my to-do list. Anyway, so it's been interesting. I feel like regularly the last few months I have gotten to a place where I'm like, oh, I need to go check myself into a hotel for the next 72 hours so I can like have peace and quiet. Um, anyway, so that being said, I feel like I've been trying to figure out like, what can I do to avoid this? Anyway, um, I will say the first thing I thought of, which this is so random and maybe very niche, but I'm going to share it anyway, because I do think that it probably plays a bigger role than any of us realize, um, is I do feel like I was feeling burnt out every month at the same time. And it made me realize that my hormones are probably tanking after I ovulate because it's always that week before I get my period. And after I have ovulated, um, just like in that period, there's probably about a week where I'm feeling like I'm dragging. I'm emotionally just like done, like, um, not even with my kids, but just even like little, Uh, maybe insecurities I'm having or things that have been kind of nagging me, like they feel like really big deals when normally I'm able to keep them in check. And that's typically when um, I'm also feeling like, okay, I need to get out of here for like a good amount of time and just like have some quiet time. Anyway, it made me realize like, okay, if I'm feeling the same way every time of month, every time of the month, I, there's probably more going on. Like I definitely think my hormones are playing into it. So anyway, I, on that front, like started taking, you know, just one of those, actually, I actually have been doing the better hormones. So just started it. I'm anxious to see if that helps next month. If I'm like feeling like that's made a difference. I'm excited to hear your review on those. I know me too. Me too. So anyway, that was, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, I am about the scheduling that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I do feel like this comes for this changes from season to season where summertime, it's like you can run on no schedule and things, at least for me and my family, things feel fun all the time. And if we sneak out of the house for, you know, an hour, it's like, it's sunny. We can, we can be outside. There's lots of, um, I don't know. There's like lots of fun summer food. There's lots of fun activities. There's like, it's just so fun that like I can, it actually feels really freeing to me to run on no schedule and just like do what feels best in that moment. And, um, naturally like you're getting more exercise in because you're getting outside all the time. And anyway, it's like, it's like the sun the vitamin D and the fresh air and the exercise are just like giving back to you in ways that you don't have to schedule into your ways that you don't have to schedule into your agenda. 
But all of a sudden come the cold and darker um, days and colder temperatures. Um, I That's kind of why I started scheduling is I realized like there are a few things that aren't naturally getting into my days in the last couple of weeks that I now am like, okay, I've got to be a little bit more intentional about this. And I am hoping, so we'll see, I don't want to feel tied down to an hour to hour agenda, but I am hoping that by um, scheduling a few things that I would like to get done. Like there are some things that I want to happen every day and I did not make these, like these were not, these were not nice, nice to get done items. These are items that I felt like, no, like I, I am trying not to use the word need, but it, but like these would make a big difference if they, if they happened. Um, like I said, I did that on a weekly, a daily, weekly and monthly basis and I'm trying to just like schedule them into my schedule so that I don't have to take up the mental energy to think about when am I going to do these things. They don't have to be hanging over my head. And then obviously actually getting them done, I think will make a big difference. So by having like a little bit tighter of a schedule and more of a plan and more expectations, I actually feel like I'm going to be freeing up my mental load a little bit. And then hopefully also I get more of those quiet nights where it's like, okay, I have, you know, made it through a lot of my to-dos today and I now, you know, I've worked hard, now I get to play. So that's kind of my hope and that's my plan right now is just by doing those things, which I'll say like, um, here, I'll, I'll even open up what I wrote down. Um, okay. My daily things are something spiritual, like reading scriptures, um, med- meditating anyway, having like time to myself that way, uh, gym time and nightly planning with my spouse. So every night we go over the schedule for the next day. Um, because also I think that that burnout, well, I, I mean, I can feel it like weighing on the two of us, you know, where like I'm burning out and I'm like feeling bad that it's like, then it all falls on Johnny. So I'm hoping that just by get nightly planning, just like really quickly running over our schedule the next day that we can be a little bit more on the same page. And, um, I don't know, he's always so supportive and like definitely fills in when I am like waning, but I want, um, I don't know. I just like want to be a little bit more on the same page. Anyway, um, my weekly things are family planning, are doing um, an intentional family night each week and then meal planning for the week. And then my monthly things are um, a whole kindred schedule basically and a date night. So anyway, those are the things I wrote down just like off the top of my head. And then, um, yeah, as I schedule them, I'm hoping that I will feel a little bit of that mental load lighten, um, so that I can like genuinely have good free time without feeling constantly like I'm running through a to-do list in my head. Yeah. Well, I love this thought of designing your life in a way that makes it, makes it a little bit easier for you to get your things done which not to worship productivity, but you know, there are a lot of things that we've got to get done just to have a life to keep our household running, to parent our children. 
And I love the idea that you can just build it into your schedule in a way that feels like you're not battling swimming upstream all the time. You know, you can make it a little bit easier on yourself and season to season that does look different season to season. I think literally as the seasons change, but also as you add a kid, as kids start nursing, as they start sleeping through the night, whatever it is, those expectations can change. But I do think it's so smart to write it down and then, you know, you're like, you want to have planning with Johnny. Okay. You have a time where you plan with Johnny, you know, you're doing it nightly and you're making that happen. Um, so I do think that is so smart. Well, and I'm glad you brought up the seasons. I, I don't know if I adequately expressed this because I feel like I'm just, honestly, I feel like I'm word vomiting right now. Everything that I've been thinking for the last few months, but, um, but I did want to like adequately express the fact that, um, I mean, I, I've talked about this in previous episodes, but since I've had Eloise, and honestly, I feel like for all, I feel like even for longer than that, uh, I have not been scheduling as much as I did in the past. And we really have been day to day, just kind of like figuring out what works for us. And um, I don't know when, like, of course we have some habits, like we talked about that, like daily productivity in our house and um the submission episode we did anyway. So like, of course we've got some habits of things like that, that we're doing to stay on top of things. But in the past, like it's felt, it's felt better for us to like not have this really strict schedule. And I'm just getting to a point now where all of a sudden I'm like reaching for my planner again. And I think that both can serve you. So I don't want to like, I'm laughing. Like I don't want someone to like be like, Oh, an episode about, you know, managing overwhelm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm scheduling every single day. Oh yeah. Like that could feel so overwhelming to somebody, but I just feel like I have had different methods that have served me at different points in my life. And I'm at a point now where I, it's become very, very clear to me that having three kids and having, um, having more to do than ever before, where I literally don't feel like I have a second to myself, but like, it's not always productive, right? Like I feel like I'm, I feel like I could be cleaning my house all day long and go to bed with a messy house. Or I feel like I could be, you know, cooking meals all day long and um, go to bed and like not have made anything for tomorrow. Or, you know what I mean? So I feel like it, I'm finally at a point where I'm like, okay, the more I can um, schedule in a few, a few like must have items and, uh, and I don't know, be a little bit more intentional about our days, then I think the more relaxed I'll be able to be in the downtime that I do have. And the more present I'll be able to be. That's the other thing. I like, don't feel like I've been very present. I'm getting to a point where, you know, when you, your kid's been chatting with you all day long. And then at some point, you know, at 4 PM in the afternoon, you're in the car and they're saying something wild to you from the back seat, And you're just like, uh-huh. Yeah. And they're like, I do get to have like, a giant Sunday tonight, and you're like, oh, oh, whoops, like, I didn't mean that, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you're just like, uh-huh, yeah, anyway, I feel like that's been happening, like, more than ever, and I do think that that is, like, a symptom of the fact that I, my brain is, like, constantly somewhere else, like, constantly running through the things I need to get done, so at this point in my life, the scheduling, I feel like, and at this point in the overwhelm, the scheduling is really, I feel like, my solution, and going to really serve us when in the past 
it it hasn't. Yeah. Okay. I have a couple of thoughts about this. First of all, I said to my mom or somebody the other day, I feel like I've been cooking all day and cleaning all day and everyone's hungry and my house is (laughs) (laughs) But like, how often do you feel like that? Anyways, I, the other day I was feeling so overwhelmed. I had a million tasks I needed to get done. And honestly, a lot of them were tasks that I needed to do without my kids around. You know, I had bills to pay. I had photos to edit. I had emails to answer. And that's stuff that I save really for when I don't have my kids. Um, I mean, when they're sleeping or doing quiet time or it's stuff that I get done on my own time. Um, and my friend texted me that morning and she was like, I'm going to be in your area last minute around this time. Do you want to go take our kids on an adventure? And my initial reaction was, it was really, it was really reluctant because I had so much to do. My house was a mess, stuff needed to get done. And and I did, I did need to do cleaning too and stuff that I would try to do with my kids around. And I was realizing I'm so overwhelmed. I am going to stay home. I'm going to stay home and I'm going to try and clean my house and it's not going to get clean. And I'm going to end up feeling worse than I did before, but I knew I had preschool that afternoon. And so I was going to have, and Lola was going to nap. So I was going to have about an hour and a half where I could try and get some things done. And so I decided I decided, you know what, we're going to go, we're going to get outside. This mess is going to be here. And it's actually probably going to be less because my, my kids are so incredibly talented at making messes, even as I'm <laughs> so, Anyways, we went up, we went to the mountains for an hour and a half. It was a really low key outing, but we got outside. I felt so rejuvenated and I came home and my to-do list was still there and my mess was still there. But I'm so grateful that I got out of the house and I did something that was fulfilling both for me and for my kids. Because I know if they were feeling cooped up and I were feeling cooped up, you know, that wasn't going to that wasn't going to serve us at all. You know, a lot of these things, too, you know, when it comes to cleaning our house, that's something that's it's not something that's ever going to be checked off to the to do list. So when there are things like that for me that can be postponed and especially in that, in that circumstance where I was already feeling overwhelmed and already kind of feeling at my wit's end, that was really an important, I think, reminder for me that, you know, sometimes you just got to let it, let it hang for a second and go connect with your kids, be outside, connect with yourself, connect with a friend and then I will feel in so much better of a headspace to tackle that huge to-do list. And honestly, I feel like I was so much more productive during the time that I did have. And that was really helpful for me. No, I totally, (laughs) I relate to that so much, so much. (laughs) I'm like, I've been in that exact position where I'm looking at what is before me and just like, oh, like, do we try and get this done? Do we leave? Do we try and get this done? Do we leave? And especially on those days where it feels like I've been trying to clean this all day and like it looks worse than it did this morning. I think it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what in the world is happening, what the magic is, but I feel like 
it's so good to just step away and like get everybody out of the house. And that was another thing that I put, see, and for example, that was something else I put into my schedule and I'll tell you why. Um, beyond getting out of the house just for our social mental state, you know, just for all the benefits. Um, I also have been feeling with the cold, dark days coming. <laughs> How sad is that? Uh, I know we have nicer days ahead, but we are in a cold front right now. And we went from 80 degrees to 50 degrees and there was snow like on the mountains. You could see white on the mountains two days ago. And honestly, like there's, it's been stormy. So like the days have been dark, not even just like a little overcast or a little drizzly. It's been like pretty dark. There's been really heavy, thick clouds. So anyway, it's felt like a drastic, like all of a sudden it felt like a punch in the face where I was like, okay, we, it was just such a drastic change that I'm like, okay, there's, I got to figure some things out because we've got a few of these months ahead of us. Yeah. So although there are there are more sunny days ahead and hopefully a little bit warmer weather, um, I do feel like I'm like <laughs> doing my planning for the winter. Anyway, so what I realized was it's really hard for me to get the motivation to get out of the house um, on those days. Like I don't love the cold and it makes me want to just snuggle up in a blanket and take a nap all day. <laughs> And I just felt like, okay, if somebody invites me to go do something, which is kind of how it's been for the last week, someone invites me to go do something and um, it is, and I'm just like not feeling it. I'm like, I am going to pick nine out of 10 times. I'm going to pick to stay home and like try to manage everything here than to get out of my house and like go have, go meet up with friends and like be outside and anyway and I just thought like if I can schedule that time into my day like if I can not not necessarily last minute invites but if I can schedule into my day us getting out of the house every day then I know that's the expectation and I'm like building that motivation in myself like okay let's get going let's get the clothes let's but if I don't have that schedule laid out before me then I know I, even though I know better, I know I'm going to fall for it every day. Every day I'm going to be like, oh, let's just try to have a quiet day at home. Yeah. Yeah. So that was also like part of my thought scheduling was kind of what you were talking about. And just knowing that like getting out is going to create less messes. It's going to make us happier. It's going to allow time for us to see friends, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, if we, if I know what to expect, I'll be able to like get the motivation to get my kids ready and, you know, just get our things done in the morning so we can get out fast rather than like trying, trying all day to make a quiet day at home work. Yeah. Because the reality of a quiet day at home is very different than my <laughs> visualization of a quiet day at home. You know, at least in our house, we can have a quiet morning at home or a quiet afternoon at home or a quiet evening at home, but doing all three of those turns into actually a stressful day at home. Oh, and for sure. I, in this season, we, we just do so much better getting out. Um, I wanted to talk about, I feel like we've really touched on feeling overwhelmed with our to-do lists, but there's a huge other element of burnout and that's just feeling burned out by being a parent. There have been times where I just, I mean, there are times regularly, honestly, where I just feel 
I do not have the emotional bandwidth to respond to one more tantrum or to be asked for a snack, like this, a a snack again this afternoon. I just, I do not have it in me. What do you do in those situations? Because that's another element of burnout that is also very prevalent in my life right now. Oh, for sure. I totally agree. In fact, that's a large part of what's going into me feeling burnt out every month is is the emotional regulation 24-7. Literally all day having to emotionally regulate. That is hard when you are dealing with three little people, four and under, because there's a lot of big emotions all the time. Anyway, I... um. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out, honestly. And on my, that's the other thing is like, I feel like I'll have weeks that I'm just like, so on it, you know? And then I'll have weeks where I'm like, shoot, I have lost it so many times. Anyway. Um, I do think I talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, but I will say one thing that honestly is helpful. And this may not be helpful if it feels like it's adding to your to-do list. But one thing that is a little bit helpful for me is, um, either on, on like on my, Audible or um, Kindle having a parenting book, especially a parenting book for little kids, because I feel like it's just the extra motivation I need a lot of the time to stay in a good headspace or to try out a new tactic with my kids or to remind myself to like put in a little extra effort to talk in a certain way or to respond to this specific difficulty in this new way I'm trying. Anyway, oftentimes just like having something every time I hop in the car and playing five minutes of a parenting book I'm listening to not that I do it like in that moment to be like oh I'm gonna be a better mom today I you know I think I'm I think that I'm like building these skills for more like long-term help but I've noticed when I am listening to those books like currently I've been working through how to talk so little kids will listen um I've noticed that I'm like way more on it um, and like motivated to, um, I don't know, to like stay positive with yeah. parenting. It's a, it's so, a yeah, it is. So that's been helpful. Um, and then the other thing that I, um, have been thinking a lot about is unfortunately Eloise isn't sleeping through the night. And I know that a huge, 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 at least 50% of the burnout I've been experiencing is from the fact that I am so sleep deprived right now. Um, but I just, anyway, I don't really sleep train. And anyway, I'm just hoping that, um, as she gets through the teething phase and I don't know, I don't know what I'm hoping. Oh, actually I'll tell you what I am hoping. And as I wean that she will stop waking up so much in the night. That's what I'm hoping. Um, anyway, but regardless of that, I do feel like prioritizing. I've noticed that like I've had a few late nights, which then like bleed into a late morning. And that's been those mornings. Then when I feel like kind of like the way you talk about, like when you wake up to your kids crying, those are the mornings that I feel like I just like started off on the wrong foot that it's like, shoot, I started off later than I wanted to not getting, you know, not being very productive. My kids have been just like sitting around, you know, doing whatever, like they're still not dressed. And anyway, I feel like those are like, those have been really hard mornings for me 
well, hard mornings that bleed into hard days for me to handle just like the weight of being a parent and having three people that are relying on me 80% of their day. And so I feel like just the reminder to, um, prioritize my sleep, which I can't control currently always waking up. But, um, in that way to me, that's like, okay, I'm going to get to bed earlier. I do think waking up a little earlier is extremely helpful. Even if you're literally, you're giving yourself 20 minutes before your kids wake up. Um, I just in the last couple of weeks have realized that that's something that, um, is really, really important for me as a parent to respond better for me to feel more motivated as a parent and more encouraged as a parent of little kids is, um, yeah, I don't know, going to bed, honestly, going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. Yeah. And you're so right that if you want to wake up earlier, you have to set yourself up for success and go to bed earlier, which kind of brings me to another thought, but you know, as a mom, I have really, I have small pockets of time that I get. Very, very, very rarely do I have more than an hour and a half of time to myself. That that just doesn't really happen. Um, but, you know, my kids will be playing and I'll have 15, 15 minutes and I'll drop, drop miles off and... I don't, and before I start my work, I'll have 10 minutes or whatever it is. And I realize, you know, in those moments, I can pull out my phone and I can scroll on social media and I will be absolutely none the better for it. You know, I love social media and there are times that I enjoy it, but I can mindlessly do something or I can sit in silence and take a few deep breaths or read something uplifting or listen to something uplifting or call a friend or do something that fills my cup versus I find that I don't value time as much when I don't know how much of it I have. So if I realize, if I am realizing, Oh, my kids are playing, I have two seconds, then it's easier for me to do something that doesn't fill my cup. But, but, or sometimes like I'll have, Lola will be, I I know she's not asleep yet. And I feel like I can't really start doing my stuff until she's asleep, you know, which is silly, but usually, you know, she'll be babbling in there for 10 minutes and that's 10 minutes that I can do to do something that will actually fill my cup. And I think that's so important. Um, along those lines, I think getting out and being with your friends wildly effective and helpful and, just soul filling and oh you're so right you're so right well and there are different versions of that too and there are different versions of that and different levels of how much that can affect me you know like a big party not that I get invited to very many parties but you know like a a party with a lot of people that I don't know or something that I feel uh, like maybe I I should be going to isn't necessarily going to be that revival that I need and you know a meaningful book club with a few people or a dinner with a friend or whatever it is but just kind of weighing and have like acknowledging that there are different levels of alone time that will 
fill you up and recharge you in different ways. And so when you do have that time, making sure that you are, and you know, sometimes that is watching a show cuddled up in a blanket, but that's probably not every night. If that were your routine, like for three hours every night, that probably would deplete you rather than fill you. And so I think being really, really aware of how you spend those precious moments is so important and something that's been a big learning curve for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that that is, is a great point and was something that was interesting when I posted the other day saying like, how do you get out of a slump? Um, a few people mentioned just like limiting social media or limiting screen time. And I was doing stories that day. So I knew I wasn't going to be off totally, but, um, <laughs> but you know, when you like get onto Instagram to post something or to look for something specific, then all of a sudden you're like, Oh wait, what's this video right here? <laughs> and like, Oh wait, somebody's pregnant. And like, you yeah. just start like scrolling and whatnot. And it made me be way more conscious of it that day. Like, okay, when I get on, like I am getting on specifically to post and I'm getting right back off. And, um, I don't know. It was just like, just the reminder I needed to like be a little bit more conscious conscientious about my usage in those like those small little you know five ten fifteen minute breaks throughout the day um and then also you talking about friends is huge I think especially as a parent friends um serve us in so many ways and have so many purposes that are so beneficial but um you talking about getting burnt out as a parent to young children um I think that this is a very specific use and benefit of friends as a mom of young kids um, is just feeling like you're not alone, feeling like you are in it with other people who are also trying their best, you know, who are also dealing with random tantrums about the most random little things (laughs) Um, and who can understand where you're at is so important and um, beyond, I think, the, you know, social benefits of like getting out and chatting with friends is, um, you know, we, we had like a really random impromptu little book club a couple nights ago because like a, the most random um plan and none of us had even talked about it, but just like a few friends, like literally four of us had read the same book without planning to, and we all wanted to talk about it. And so we're like, okay, we're just going to do like this really impromptu little book club. And it was the thing that not only like got me through my day that I kept knowing like, okay, I have this book club tonight, but then also to be able to feel like there are other people who understand the intricacies of being a mom to little kids and the ins and outs of your days um, often I feel like is that emotional, um, support system that you are needing as a young parent. So yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. Okay. This is kind of, this could seem contrary to the advice that I just offered, but I'm going to say anyways, because it's honestly a tool in my toolbox. Um, for those days when I'm with my kid, I'm with my kids, I mean every day, and I am just feeling done. I will go to a park or a museum or somewhere, and my kids are actually at pretty good ages for this right now. And I have really, I've really set the expectation, you know, when 
when we go to the park, I'm not playing with my kids. I'm wa- I'm watching them, but I'm not playing with them. It's something that they do. I, you know, I set them up for success and then I am an observer anyway. So I will put myself in a situation like that. And honestly, I will put in AirPods and I will listen to a book. And it's just like, it's not me time because it's their time, but I will kind of just numb out for a second. And in a way that I feel like is appropriate and healthy and actually rejuvenates me a little bit. I'll listen to like, I mean, that's why I will listen to so many books because that's something that I do and I enjoy. And, you know, my, my kids can be playing and I can be, I can be just enjoying a book, a book. And I, I don't feel like I can physically read copies very well in that scenario, but I can listen to a book and, you know, even sometimes I'll tell them like, I'm, I'm really, I'm listening to a book. You guys go play. And it's something that it doesn't fill my cup in the way that it's so wholesome and it like buoys me up, but it is just a way that I kind of just do something enjoyable for myself in the middle of a chaotic day. And so, and especially you can't, you like physically cannot be engaged at all moments of the day. Like that will wear you out faster than anything. So being able to disengage at moments, I think is actually really important. And knowing the difference between the moments that you need to be engaged and the moments that you need to be disengaged, I think is something that you learn with time. Yeah. But I was just um, watching anyway, I just like heard some parenting advice the other day. And basically they were saying that, especially with children is and little kids is like one of the biggest times that you need to be able to learn to disengage because you are at like an all time high for attachment and their emotions are like can so easily suck you in because you obviously are so concerned with their well being and with their happiness. And so it was just saying like being able to actually like disengage for a second, especially in those moments that you um, like maybe don't have the tools to like totally emotionally regulate um, is a really good thing because you can find yourself like getting mad at a four-year-old, you know, and it was like, it was like, if you could just disengage for a second and be like, I'm literally getting mad at a four-year-old, like who I just they just are trying to learn and I'm just trying to teach them. And like, you know, I just think sometimes we get so caught up in the moment that, you know, of course we do that. um, It can be hard to do, but I, anyway, I like that you brought that up. I do think that that is important. And I will add to that too, when you feel like, and I've had moments of, of motherhood that have felt like this for me, which have been really hard when you feel like every, um, moment of your day is productive or every moment of your day is um hard work or every moment of your day is scheduled for your children um for their benefit and their learning like of course all of those things can feel good until it's too much yeah and then it starts to feel truly like a job in the worst way you know like there's no enjoyment. There's no, and anyway, I don't know. I just think there, there are, um, yeah, there are some like really vulnerable times while you're pregnant or postpartum and, or, you know, season seasonally, (laughs) um, where I think that anyone is, is, can be more likely to fall into that feeling. Um, but I think if you can schedule in, 
some simple things that will really bring you joy, which one of the biggest ones for me is reading a book, then I, that's like just enough. That's like just enough, you know, to like give back to myself where I don't feel like I'm like asking this huge favor, but it's, it's really realistic. It's really sustainable. It's something I can do every day. And, um, oftentimes it's like just enough to keep me like looking forward to something else without feeling like everything I'm doing in a day is scheduled towards somebody else's, somebody else's benefit and is like a lot of effort, you know? Yeah. Um, this goes along with it, but also is on the other end of the spectrum. But I also feel like when I am feeling really easily frustrated by my kids or honestly like I'm just not enjoying being a mom at that time um it's so important for me and you know there are times where I will just you know let them play and take a step back and listen to my book and be my own person for a minute but there are also times where I can realize you know I've I've been taking care of them all day but I haven't really connected with them in a way that I enjoy all day. And so for me, a lot of times when I'm feeling, you know, just that friction with them, that's important for me to, okay, now's a good time to sit down and snuggle with them and read a book for 10 minutes and just remind myself how obsessed I am with them and do something that's so fun, you know, maybe go on a drive, go on a drive somewhere beautiful and like get out and run and just be reminded of how magic it is to have children and, you know, do something as a family that we enjoy or yeah, reading books is a huge one, getting outside, meeting up with friends and watching them interact always just makes me romanticize motherhood. Just something in that vein really fills me up. And there are times where I just need to disconnect. And there are times where I need to double down and remind myself of how obsessed I am with motherhood because I am obsessed with motherhood and it kicks my butt every single day, but also, you know, they are so magical. And sometimes what I, what we're really just missing is that connection and that bonding time. Yeah. I love that. And I think like inherently in what you just shared in your last couple of thoughts with, um, like disengaging when you can. And then also like, finding moments of connection. I think it's all just speaking to the fact that if you can be intentional, a little bit more intentional and leaning in and out of those moments, I, um, I don't know. I think that that's really important. I think it allows you to feel like you have more control over your day than that your day's happening to you, you know? So I think, yeah, just like the intention and like, now's the time that I'm going to listen to an audiobook right now. And now's the time that I'm going to intentionally connect, um, is really important because otherwise I think you are kind of like, after a while you start to, you start to get to that point that like, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> that like default mode of just like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Like, or um, constantly just like, let's move to the next thing, the next item on our list without ever really like slowing down to really um, build that relationship. So anyway, I'm glad. I'm glad that you shared that. You had some great little tips there that I'm going to going to implement I'm a little bit nervous obviously that's the episode I'm nervous about this winter this long winter ahead of us and um 
Anyway, it's been a long time since I have felt some of, honestly, like some of the feelings that I'm feeling in motherhood right now. So I feel like I am pulling out all of the tools from the toolbox, you know, like I have had a lot of almost five years of trying to figure out how to do this and how to do it in a way that makes us all, you know, that's enjoyable. And anyway, so now is a time to like, I guess I feel like I'm being put to the test. So we're going to pull all the tools out and um, yeah, I'm anxious to kind of touch base again with how we're feeling in a couple months. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know, like test everything out and see how, See how it goes. Yeah. I just have one final thought and that is that being burnt out and overwhelmed is just normal and it's a rite of passage as a mother. It's something that's going to happen and I can find myself feeling guilty because I love, of course I'm obsessed with my kids and I love being a mom and it's really important to me to love being a mom in whatever way I choose, whether I'm, whether I'm working or whether I'm home with them, it's important to me that I am really savoring this time of life. And so I can find myself feeling guilty when I do feel frustrated and overwhelmed. And honestly, like I'm just not loving motherhood that day or that hour or whatever. But I also just wanted to share that it's really okay. It's okay to have those feelings and it doesn't make you less of a mom and it doesn't make me less of a mom. It just makes me someone that's trying really hard. And ultimately that's all we can do. And there are a lot of tools that we can have in our toolbox, but at the end of the day, you know, we both have three kids, five and or four and under, or I'm going to have three kids, four and under, you know, like there are going to be days that even if we've done our morning routines and we filled our cups and done all of these things like we're gonna get our butts kicked and that's okay and it's something that we can just acknowledge is going to be a season and that's it just it it really is okay and it's not something that needs to anyone needs to feel any guilt over and we can do things to mitigate it but it will still happen oh for sure for sure yeah which is I don't know why I think going back to a point why I think it's so important to find find your people you know like that when when you're like pulling all the tools out and doing all the things you can and like I don't know when life's just falling flat I'm like connection 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 like that is that is the purpose that is the point like I don't know I just think um yeah finding your people is so important so anyway Thanks for chatting through this with me and thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you can follow along at on Instagram at kindred underscore conversations. And it would also be so appreciated if you had any time to leave a rating or review on your preferred listening platform. Mm-hmm.